Hello, you are listening to The Real on the Fly podcast. My name is Heather Frick. And my name is Ashley Newell. And today we are talking about being a diva. That's right. Because, I mean, we have personal experience. I'm just saying I'm, I am a diva, but I don't necessarily appreciate people saying that word to me in a negative fashion. Right. I think you kind of kind of own it. I think you and I are both people who own being a diva. But yeah. it does definitely have sometimes a negative connotation and we're going to be exploring that a little bit today. Well, let's explore. Let's reclaim <laughs> diva. Redefine. Let's do it. All right. So, I had this experience um I have a really good friend who is a man. Shout out to the Mills edition. <laughs> and we went to an event last year. And prior to going to the event, I had negotiated my terms. Because when you are like I was working there, I didn't know what they wanted from me. So like I like to go into a place knowing what what's expected. Like, do you want? Me, do I need to write a blog post? Do I need to do Instagram stories? Do I need when you're to- attending an event as like a paid influencer? Yeah, and it yeah. was not paid. It was um, it was a charity function, but like they wanted me to, you know, attend like, because they wanted you to cover it on yes. your social media channels. Yes, and so yeah. I wanted to know what what they expected and then I wanted to and then I had to tell them like what I needed to get that expectation sure and because it was on a school night I told them like okay listen it's going to be tight for me for time because um I need to you know like I have to wait until my husband gets off work until I for me to go because I don't want to hire a sitter and pay extra money and then also like I need, I wanted to be back at a reasonable time. I mean, I still have to wake up in the morning when everyone goes to school. Right. So I had pre-negotiated my terms. And the term was like, I would like to be access to the VIP area so that I can skip the lines. And it wasn't being irrational or whatever. It was was just simply because you were going to be short on time. Yeah, I was short on time, so I needed to skip lines. And you needed to get in, take the pictures you needed, and get out. And I needed to do it while there was light. Right. Because I I don't like to use flash, so I like to have a bright light, outdoor lighting. Yeah. Natural lighting. And um, so I had negotiated these terms. Oh, and they also wanted a bunch of pictures of a bunch of food that was going to be free. And I was like, well, listen... You know, when you say free food, there's going to be a lot of lines, long, long lines, you know, like when you're giving out free stuff. And so I was like, is there a way like I can either get like a sampling or something to photograph that I don't wait in long lines for? These are the terms that were pre-negotiated that were agreed upon between me and the company that was doing the PR for the event. So I get there and I'm with my friend and... Like, we come across some issues. Like, for example, our name wasn't on the correct list. And I tried to enter through the VIP area and they would not let me enter. And I said, well, I am VIP. And they're like, oh, no, you need to go to the press side. And so I was a little bit annoyed because I was told to enter through this door. Sure. But now I have to go. 
like three blocks in the Sacramento heat. Yeah. To I, another. Which is no joke if you've never experienced it. No, and it's very hot. Okay, sure. Well, I get to the other entrance, the press one, and they're saying that they had given out all the press VIP passes. And I, <laughs> I had a moment. I, I, yeah, was like, you know, I've been invited by multiple people who wanted me to attend this. Like I had been reached out to by the event itself and their PR company. And they wanted to make sure like it was. That you were going to be there and you were going to be covering it because of your audience needed to see the things that were happening there. Right. And it was a lot like they had. It was a lot of contact. I mean, probably 10 or so emails and DMs. Like, sure. It was not just like, oh, hey, you should come to this. It right. was constant contact. And I said, well, are you sure? Because, you know, I've been, the, this is the name of the guy who contacted me. We worked out all these terms, blah, blah, blah. And the girl's like, well, maybe you should call him. And I was like, okay, well, I can do that. But he didn't answer. And, of course, he's probably, like, working the event. Yeah. So who's going to hear your phone or, like, be at your phone when you're probably managing a million people? Right. And so, you know, again, I was like, okay, can you check again? Can you make sure? Because I was told these things. And um, at one point, my friend was like, you need to calm down. You're being a diva. And I was a bit offended. Yeah. And I feel like there's a difference. Like, why can't why can't I say, no, that's not fair. We already pre-negotiated this. This is what the, this was the deal. I'm not trying to get more or less. Yeah. I'm just trying to get what we had agreed upon, what we had said. That's fair. Yeah. Well, I think there's a difference between a pre-negotiated situation where Obviously, you expected that they would have your name ready and that all of the things that you outlined ahead of time are um, are there to meet you and you just showing up randomly, stomping your feet and saying, I don't wait in line and I don't, I, I'm hot. You know, right? like, I mean, that's, or, that's or, not what you were doing. Or even saying, yeah, no, I only want yellow M&Ms. <laughs> I don't want the rest of this bowl. You know, like, yeah. I think... And it really, like, took me back. It, like, I had pause. Like, I had, I, like, looked at myself and I checked myself because, you know, you get that insecurity. Right. Am I being a diva? Yeah. Am I being a B word? Heaven forbid. And I literally analyzed myself for a minute and I looked at him and I said, I'm not being a diva. This is what was pre-negotiated for me. Right. I negotiated this myself. Right. You didn't do it. So, you know, maybe sit down and be humble. Right. <laughs> I didn't say that, but I was like, you know, like, I don't feel like it's bad for me to try and get what was negotiated for me. Well, and then, of course, the question, right? If you were a man, would he have said that to you? Right. Like, if I yeah. was a man, I think it would have been like, well, if I was Or would she have given you a problem at the door at all? You yeah. Know? Like, I wonder about that yeah. because... Maybe she's not like, she's like, oh, you're just some girl trying to get in here for free, whatever. And not like, okay, well, I create valuable content. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, And I have actually had a meeting with the same friend 
and someone else. I'm not going to name names. And I tried to explain what we did to this person who reached out to me, BTW, because they wanted to be featured on certain things. And um, I was trying to explain. I was like, no, that's not really what I do. They wanted to send me pictures to repost. Yeah. And I was like, I can't do that. And also, like, is your photographer even going to allow that? Are you sure? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, this would be easier. And, like, what we do is we take our own pictures and we post about our own experiences. That's what we do. Yeah. Like, reposting your picture is not really something I do. And, like, this dude, like, did not get it. He, like, would not, like, I feel like he he thought I was speaking a foreign language. Yeah. And when my friend reiterated the same thing, the man friend, reiterated the same thing. Suddenly he heard. Oh, suddenly. Oh, okay. Um, I'm sorry. Do I not speak English? Yeah. I mean, I only communicate for a living. Yeah. So, well, I think as a woman, I think as a younger woman, I um, dealt with a lot of that in the workplace. I remember clearly I had a um, meeting when I was a young teacher with a principal and I sat down. I was trying to kind of pitch like an idea that I had for the next school year. And I remember I like had this whole, you know, spiel and I said it and it was from the heart and it was smart and it was relevant. And and she sat back in her chair and she said, you know, I have a daughter your age. Oh, <laughs> oh, did she? So, I mean, I think this whole thing of that, obviously it's different, but who are you? How do you present yourself? If you're asking for things, I I feel like I very recently in my life just decided that I just ask for what I want now. Right. And um, and I don't have weird feelings about it because that's what I want. And right. if someone else doesn't want to give it to me, well, at least I asked then, you right. know. I mean, with everything from business to personal relationships to even with my own children. Like, no one's a mind reader. No. And do we still have to have manners? Do we still have to be polite? Sure. But I don't think it's out of line to say, hey, this is what I need right now. This is what I need right now to feel um, seen and heard and validated and like a person. I agree. But I feel like you're treated like how dare you how dare you say i just need a 15 minute break right now (laughs) yeah okay well i've been standing here all day like can i just take a 15 minute break like and people are just they treat me like the audacity right and i was like okay well my feet hurt because i've been standing here for like six hours i would like to take you know a coffee break yeah and I feel like some people treat you like that. You feel like that's diva behavior? Yeah. And that's like the, I feel like we have been treated, like we have been programmed to say, okay, we will take whatever, like our boss will assign us what break time, like, oh, your break time is at 1215 and you have 15 minutes. 
And sometimes I, I would like to be able to say, well, I need to go to the bathroom right now. Can I just go right now? And like, maybe you don't say, oh, well, can you wait until 1215? Right. Well, no. Do you feel like that's something to do with you personally, though? Or do you feel like that's something to do with like how our society is? I do feel like it's something to do with how our society is. I feel like. Um, and I know like for me, I'm kind of, I'm an empath right? and I am kind of that type that wants to put other people's feelings above my feelings. Right. Um, which I'm I feel like you're getting on. better on that. I'm oh, trying. A lot. I'm trying. We both are. But, um, so like every now and then I'll come across that situation where I'm like, dude, I just want to go to the bathroom. Like, can I just go to the bathroom? Yeah. Like, I don't feel like we, I need to wait until 1215. If I could wait until 1215, I wouldn't have said something before 1215. Right. Like, take me as I am and say, <laughs> oh, well, that must be an urgent matter. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I guess I'm using, like, I have not been denied going to the bathroom. But you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I feel like I make reasonable requests, like, oh, I'd like to stop for a water. And people are like, oh my gosh, you need to stop for a water. Settle like, down with your diva attitude. I know. And I'm like, okay, well, am I allowed to like, just, I'll just dehydrate to death. Is that what you people want from me? No, I think as women and as moms and as, as independent like business people, you know, you have this, um, this way of like, sometimes, like you said, you want to please other people. You want to, um, you want them to be happy with your work or your caretaking, whatever, what have you. And like, you, you just sometimes have to say, no, this is what, this is the way it has to be. And I don't think that that's, that you should be told that you're a diva because of that. You know? Right. And I mean, I definitely feel like there are things that I say, like, maybe saying, oh, well, I can't stand in line comes across like a diva, but I meant, I do know, love that about you, though. I don't like to wait in line either. I don't like to wait in line. I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if we're honest, I don't like to wait in line. And I feel like if I'm there to work, like, who makes, who waits in line and then goes to work? Does anyone wait? Please raise your hand if you wait in line and then go work, like, to work. Yeah. Like, you don't stand outside of the Claire's and wait in line, and then when it opens, you go sell earrings, you walk in, and you work. Yeah. So why should I be expected to wait in line so that I can work? Well, I think that that's an issue that comes with the fact that you do work that sometimes looks like fun. Yeah, it's unconventional. So, um, you know, I am lucky enough to know a lot of people who do that type of work. They're artists, they're photographers, they're musicians, they're, you know, creative people. And sometimes your job is fun and it is your job to make it look like it's fun. Right. Right. But you're working. Right. And like, do you think I want to be outside when it's 110 outside? (laughs) Yeah. Taking photos and taking letting my food sit there and like melt in the sun <laughs> instead of eating it yeah or, so you can get the right angle or right get it in the right light or whatever else like it's 
it's interesting because every now and then I was like, wow, I'd really like to eat something instead of taking a picture of it. Right. Or like I get really hungry and so I'll just take a bite and I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah. Like I have since ruined this dish. <laughs> and now I can't Well, I think that's it. a little behind the scenes as to being like a blogger, uh, you know. Whatever it is that we do, whatever you call it. Yeah, but I'm saying if I wasn't working, like normal people just like food gets set down in front of you and then you eat it. Right. Or do in you, that case, if you were not covering the event, you'd right. wait in the line. You, right. You know. Or do you. Or maybe th- you tried not to. I would oh, try I not to. Know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but like, Send your husband to wait in the line. Right. Or I'll just wait until the line dies down. <laughs> I'll just go up to the line once it's done and be like, hi, is there any food left? <laughs> Um, I feel like, but I feel like I would have a lot more fun. Like, I get that my job looks fun. Yeah. Like, I do press events. I cover grand openings of restaurants. All kinds of things. Yeah. Events, whatever. Do you, don't you think it would be more fun if I wasn't sitting there and taking notes? Right. Don't you think it would be more fun if I... Didn't have to take photos, didn't have to take photo after photo after photo because it's not right. Yeah. Like, I would have fun. I would certainly have fun at these openings if I didn't have to work. Right. If I could put my phone away, if I could put my notebook down, if I could just be like, oh, I'm here, it's fun, we're going to ride rides, we're going to super fun times. No, that's not what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm sitting in the corner while other people are having fun and I'm writing notes and I'm talking to the guy that runs the playground and hearing all the history for 30 minutes while other people are having fun you know what i mean yeah like i'm not like and i'm not saying it's not fun work and i'm not saying it's not worth it or whatever i'm just saying these are these are the things that you're doing that are not fun that no one sees right and and because you want that a certain standard doesn't mean you're a diva Right? Like, and I think that's what it boils down to, right? Like, being a diva is like, do you have a high standard? And what? What is your standard? What kind of crap is that to tell someone, oh, you have a high standard. You're a diva and not just a person? Yeah. (sighs) Like, can't I be a person with high creative standards? Right? And even, okay, so I'm going to bring something up and hopefully this is okay with you. Okay. If it's not, we'll edit it out and I'll clap my hands (laughs) and we'll put a little sound thing in um (laughs) um you have said oh i have a house cleaner i guess i'm a diva yeah and i don't you work for your money you pay your house cleaner it's not like someone else pays your house cleaner and it's not like you make your house cleaner do anything that's not regular old house cleaning that's part of her regular old job right and so why are you a diva just because you earn money and then you pay someone for a service? Right. Well, I guess that is a whole thing that to me, it's like, it's not embarrassing, but it's like, I don't know. I feel like that is a little bit like diva status to be like, oh, my cleaner's coming today. But here's the thing that I believe. Like you said, I work hard and it's just me. So I have me and my two kids who... Don't clean anything. Let's be real. They just mess it up. Right. Um, and I believe, and I've told you this before, um, when you're a 
person in the world, and especially if you're a creative business person, you need to outsource the things that you don't enjoy. Right. And here's the thing is some people don't, some people get a bang out of cleaning. Some people love cleaning. They want to clean and it makes them happy. Right. For me, it's the worst thing. I hate it. I hate cleaning. I hate cleaning bathrooms. I have two boys. I would so much rather spend four hours working hard, getting the money to pay the house cleaner, doing something I love, than spend four hours cleaning the house. I agree. And I feel like you budgeted for that. It's not like you're skimping on clothes, air conditioning necessities for those things. This is something we've budgeted for. Right. And And if you can afford it. Yeah. And you're paying someone who this is their job that's that's their livelihood so why do we need to be made to feel bad about it right and i'm supporting her and she's amazing she's a single mom too and she likes to clean yeah well it's her job and, and she's that's good at she it pays the rent yeah and so why do we have to be oh i'm a diva i have a cleaner i you know like okay confession again this is my huge thing i like to make confessions okay um <laughs> I never paint my own toenails. No, me neither. No, there's a... There's like, a, I just gave you this look like, you guys, if you had seen a camera, I would have been... I was, like, shocked. Like, why would you do that? Why, like, no. Why would you do that? <laughs> I don't paint my own toenails. I'm not good at it. I'm not uh, efficient at it. I don't enjoy it. No. Um, And I I feel like it doesn't look nice. I get very, very judgy on myself. Yeah. Um, Like, oh, it's smudged or, oh, it looks uneven or i cut my toenail crooked whatever um so i don't i i go to the salon and i have my my feet done yeah because it makes you feel good about yourself and like you said you budget for it and you take care of yourself and it it's absolutely and it's relaxing i have time like to myself and just to kind of unwind yes you know like when i'm in well okay granted every now and then when i'm in the pedicure chair i will check emails and work yeah but like for the massage part i'll like put my phone down and maybe put my headphones in and just kind of like lay back and relax and i just feel like that's like it's, almost frowned upon in some way, like you yeah, feel guilty. I feel like people would be like, "Oh, well, if you just painted your nails at home, you could save twenty bucks a month." Yeah, I mean, true, but I don't know. To me, that's worth it. I guess that's why I don't have any money. <laughs> so, I think self care is a big diva thing, right? Like, I, that's I what like we're made to think. I have, I, I like to take baths, and I like fancy bath stuff, right. and my children also do and i have had people say to me i cannot believe you let your kids use that fancy expensive bath stuff well why not like they're also people like who am i to say like this is my fancy stuff you have to have the cheap thing because you're eight (laughs) or whatever like like no like they also like to be a diva and take a nice bath right. and with nice bubbles. Like I use expensive bu- bath stuff. That's something that I'm very snobby about. Do I go to Starbucks every day? No. That's not my diva thing. I make my own coffee. It's fine. I go to Starbucks. I'll have a Starbucks every once in a while. 
but I would rather have fancy bath stuff. Right. And the, and that there it goes. I go to Starbucks every day. <laughs> and someone was like, well, do you have a coffee maker? And I'm like, yes, her name is Becca. <laughs> yeah. And she's going to college because of me. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I like an espresso. I don't have an espresso machine. I don't know how to work an espresso machine. I make it like, and I often will work from Starbucks too. Yeah. And I don't feel like I need to justify it. Whatever. I have, I have a habit. And I don't have to justify my fancy baths. Right. Or my kids' fancy baths. And, Though I will tell you, I am the mom that's like, here is your target bubble bath. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I just know how good it feels and how good it makes me feel to use stuff that, like, I don't know. Simon, my little boy, he has such a penchant for, like, toiletries and nice, fancy. Like, and I, he gets that for me. Like, I like that. Well, I feel like if they can tell the difference... Yeah, he totally can. Then, yes. Yeah. But... Some kids can't. Well, I feel like my daughter just wants to see the colors and the fizzing. Yes. And she doesn't care. Yeah. Like, she doesn't care about the scent. She oh, doesn't no. care about the skin effects. Simon will rub it, smell it, yeah, put yeah. it on. <laughs> like, he's like... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, my daughter is not that type. I yeah. think she just wants the, the, cool, pretty. the cool fizzing. Yeah. You know, the, oh, it's purple. And then she's over it. Yeah. Or, like, sometimes I'll buy the ones with the little, uh... Like the little, prize inside. Yeah, the thing. prize inside. Yeah. And she loves those ones. And those ones are pretty cheap. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like that's another thing. Like, I really like generic cereal bars. And it's not like I can't afford the regular cereal bars. That's just the type you like. That's just what I like. Yeah. So why would I spend more money on stuff I don't like just because it's like right. more, I don't know, fancy people like it more. Yeah. Well, I, that's Well, okay. and I just think it's, it's like this idea of showing our kids and showing the world like if you work hard and you have certain things you enjoy, it's okay to just enjoy them. Like treat yourself is a real thing. It right. is. I love it. Self-care. Yeah. It's important. Especially, I don't know, for me, I feel like it is being single adult. Yeah. Well, I feel like, um, and self-care is not always about money like or like spending something, buying something nice. Yeah. Sometimes the self-care is like saying, I need to go to the bathroom right now. Yeah. And I need to sit in there for 15 minutes and I need no one to disturb me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's saying, like, I need that break. Like, it's okay to not be busy. Right. Or yeah. it's saying, I'm going to take a nap. And that, like, I don't know if that sounds self-indulgent to other sure. people. But it's just being able to say, or I need I need 40 minutes to meditate. Yeah. Or I need, I need to go on a long walk by myself. Yeah. And um, so the self-care, you know... Um, I have a friend who is a life coach and she really stresses the self-care and I feel like we also are made to think of like especially mothers are made to think oh well caring for yourself you should be caring for your family right like you if you're gonna go out and get a pedicure on a Sunday afternoon when your whole family's at home that that's a diva because you're leaving them right and during you time be, you should be spending with them right yeah 
Well, as opposed to what? Like, I have a preschooler. I mean, I could, I if I even if I woke up when she went to preschool, um, and she starts before eight a.m. If I I couldn't find a salon. No, that's open at eight a.m. Right. I could, which is another problem. Salons yeah. need to be open earlier and later. I don't know. I'm just saying. Um, those side well, note. I mean, they sidebar. Need, they need to go home to their families too. <laughs> but um. But it would be nice to be able to get a pedicure at like 7 p.m., 8 right? p.m. Yeah, because then you don't have to go out like, after the kids are asleep. I see. I have a solution to this problem. Right. So I feel like when you want to take time for yourself, especially as a mom, people are kind of like, oh, my goodness. Like, shouldn't you? Oh, man. I literally had someone say to me. I wish I could go to all those events you go to, but, you know, I can't leave my kids for more than an hour because I miss them. No. Yes, you can. (laughs) Yes. But I mean, yes, I miss my kids. Like, especially when I go on a trip. Yeah. What about if you have to have a job? Right. And be gone for all day. Does that make you a bad mom because you leave your kids for more than an hour? Right. I miss. I would have an earful to say to that person. Right. And um, I did not say anything yeah. because this person recent, like it was someone who had it like a baby baby. Yeah. And I understand that. I understand. Like I was a nursing mom. You're like, all been there, done that. But now I'm like, see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> well, I, okay. We're going to, we're always real here, but um, my kids go to my mom's sometimes on the weekend. Yeah. And she loves it. She loves it. That woman loves those kids. I feel like she gets that, um, that like, oh, well, normally during the week I only cook for two, but now I get to cook for five. And so she bakes bread with them and she's she makes excited and they're, she's, they're being well cared for and, and they, loved. And they love it too because they get special things. Like they get, um, holy moly, it is You guys, hailing. can you hear it? You might be able to hear it through the mics. Uh, yeah, you probably can because it's like hailing chunks of ice from the sky. Um, obviously, because where else would it come from? <laughs> this is God telling us to go get a massage. Right? I know. <laughs> I can't, I have not had a massage in years because that's so self-indulgent. <laughs> um, Girl, I have to have a massage. So... My kids go to my mom's and they also love it because yeah. they'll say, oh, well, can we make our own sushi? And she'll say, yes, let's do it. Yeah. Something that you might not say because no. she's grandma. And she lets them, she lets my daughter wear all of her jewelry and she will let her try on her lipstick and they all have a great time and then I come and pick them up. Yeah. But... I do think, you know, like, it took me a long time to get over the hurdle that I had to say, I need a break and I need it to be overnight. Yeah. And I need to be able to, and even out of my house, like, even when my mom came to my house, it wasn't that much of a break because when I heard my kids in the morning, even though I knew that she was there and she would care for them. I was still like, oh, I need to get up. I need to help. I need to get out of bed. Mm-hmm. I need to go help with breakfast. I need to do whatever. Um, so it's not as like 
as good of a break as being able to like maybe sleep in. Right. You know? Well, I can say I can relate to that as a single mom. Um, I am custody of my kids 75% of the time. So they're with me most of the time. But in those times, like people are like, oh, your kids are gone for the weekend. Are you sad? No, <laughs> like, I'm like, I mean, not that I don't love them because I right. love them more than life itself. But uh, when they go for one night or two nights, you know, they leave at five and then they come back on Friday and they come back Sunday afternoon at five. Right. So 48 hours, like 48 hours on my own to be able to do what I'd like to do, see friends. Maybe go to a movie. Yeah. Maybe you want to go to the bathroom on your timetable. Right. Maybe I don't want to set my alarm clock, you know, and I know that I mean, really, that is I feel like the um, if there's an upside to being a single parent, having that time to take that like self-care time is so good. But, you know, it depends on your situation. And that's a whole nother podcast Um, because, you know, the balance and that's a whole thing. So, you know. I mean, I feel like the time that I get, I enjoy immensely on my own as an adult person. Right. And it helps you recharge your batteries so yeah. you can be a better mom later. Yeah. I think. I don't feel guilty about it. I don't either. And yeah. I feel like society tells me I should feel guilty and I just don't. And I'm not going to. Yeah. I mean, they have a week coming up where they're going to be with their dad on spring break. And I have a few trips planned. I have plans to see friends that I haven't seen in a while. I have events in town and I've set up some things that I'm going to do and I'm going to, it's going to fly by. It's going to be great. And I'm going to feel like a valid adult who's not just giving people cereal 24 seven. And like, I'm sure there are times when you're like, oh, I wish they had been here to see that cool song or rainbow or this cool tree I saw. But like. You know, like, yeah. that's life. And, like, you can send them a picture. Yeah. And you can tell them all about it. Yeah. And th- and that's also another thing. When you have your own life, then you can talk. You have something to talk about. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, oh, look at that cool tree. Yeah, I already saw it. Well, that was one thing, Ash. I know I've told you this before that I really admire about Ashley. Is that Ashley, even when we were much younger, because we've known each other for a long, long time. And our kids were really little. You have always maintained, like, that life and friendship, I feel like, without apology. It oh. seems like that from the outside, anyway. Yeah, I know there's maybe a lot you of apology. feel like there's apology. Um, but I feel like, and, like, it's funny to say that, right? Because I feel like that's what this whole diva versus saying what you need right. is the removal of the apology. Like, when oh, I yeah. say I have to have, I am a diva because I have a housekeeper that feels to me like that implies there's something that I should be sorry about or something that I should feel like I'm being a snob. Right. And like saying, no, this is just the right way that it fits into my schedule and my happiness and my, my mental health. Exactly. I shouldn't have to apologize for that. No. And I don't think one should apologize for saying I need a nice dress or I need really soft sheets so at the end of the night i can just unwind yeah or to say i need to watch three hours of netflix a week (laughs) on like in a row just in my chair you know 
and just to say stop asking me are you still watching i'm still watching (laughs) netflix okay i didn't walk away and forget to turn (laughs) off my netflix i don't want to accidentally walk into stranger things like four episodes later of course i i know how to use the pause button right (sighs) judgy um i just think that People shouldn't apologize for just doing what they need to do to make themselves the best person that they can be. Right. And I feel like we need to lift that stigma or whatever around being a diva. And that makes you bratty, spoiled, pretentious. Yeah. I saw some picture on Instagram, actually, like a meme or whatever. And it was like... um. I am going to remove LOL after all the things I say because you know how you say something sometimes and then you go LOL like I'm oh like like oh I'm going to run away for three days LOL LOL. (laughs) it's like like the removal of that I think we do that like I've done that Mm -hmm. I've how many times have I put haha or right but I like no that's what I need yeah absolutely I mean there are sometimes when I need, oh, last night, I legit was going to lift like a mile down the street to go to the happy hour, uh, a mixer. Yeah. Because I wanted to have a drink. Yeah. Like I wanted to, actually, I wanted to have multiple drinks <laughs> and I, I'm obviously going to be responsible, but I mean, I guess that would be considered a diva. I'm getting a driver send a car for me. <laughs> oh, no. Um, But... I think that's responsible. Right. And I just wanted to have. I mean, but I also love to drink. So. But I feel like the money I've spent saving on buying the happy hour menu. Yeah. Is the money I could put towards having, <laughs> there you go. having there the you lift. Go. You don't have to justify it. Though. Right. And then. All right. That's a thing. Like we have to justify. So here's another thing. This is going to be Ashley's going to give you a diva confession. We talk on the Real on the Fly podcast. Every episode, we try to remember to talk about something we'd love to do. Yes. So it's like you're going to put it on the universe and hopefully maybe the universe will manifest it for you. Right. So you could just – it's something wild, something crazy that you would just like to do. And we're going to see. So Ashley's kind of fits in the diva vein, I think. Yes. But it's real good. Okay, you guys. I would like to, putting it out to the universe, jump out of a cake. Like – pop out of a cake maybe i'm wearing like a like you know the strapless one piece swimsuit (laughs) thing like 40 style right and i mean i don't want to do like a sexy dance or anything it's just come on i would like the sexy (laughs) dance part (laughs) i just want to do the popping out the top of the cake thing um and i think it would be fun would you shimmy i could shimmy i would shimmy okay listen i have not thought this through but i don't want to climb all the way out of the cake (laughs) can we get a cake that maybe like is one of the rolls away and then you can climb out in private (laughs) or like maybe maybe it's like one of those pop-up dressing rooms where we can just collapse it down to like something and i can just just walk out of it gently step out of it But I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think we can make this happen. Um, a cake-shaped dressing room curtain pop-up hoop. We can make this happen for Ashley. So if you're listening and you have any like burlesque hookups, I mean, let us know. 
And if you can teach me how to gracefully exit a cake also. Yeah. So, I mean, I think we're going to just say, ask for what you need. Take care of yourself and don't apologize for it. Don't say LOL or I'm a diva. You're not a diva. You're just a human being just that own needs it. to, that has high standards and it's okay. It's yeah. okay to have standards and don't let anyone tell you that you shouldn't have those standards. Yeah. All right. So if you'd like to keep in touch with us, you can find Heather at her website. It is www.doyouknowheatherfrick.com. I'm also on Instagram at doyouknowheatherfrick. Um, my website is www.ashleynewell.me, and I'm on Instagram at ashleynewell.me. Also, you can keep in touch with us. Um, we have a website, realonthefly.com. We also have an Instagram at realonthefly. And um, if you have show ideas or maybe you have a contact with a giant cake, you can I email. Mean, you can email shoot us. us an email. Right? It's realonthefly at gmail.com. And until next time, make sure you keep it real on the fly. All right. Bye. <laughs>